0: On this episode of Brews on Film, we have combos about
1: This year's Oscar nominations
0: And we conclude our theme of About Hollywood with 1952's Singing in the Rain
1: Paired with Fat Orange Cat Brewing Baby Kitten's Easy New England IPA
0: This is not bad i like this
1: yeah i like it too
0: it really does this when i poured it, it this is like when people say like it looks like pee like this like it does look like pee to me
1: like yeah like dirty uti pee
0: <laughs> yeah like dehydrated pee yeah like you need to hurry up and gulp some water fast girly
1: yeah i mean it is a <laughs> new england ipa i will say it is different than Well, it's New England styled, so hazy, so, but I don't think it's too heavy. Sometimes they're a little heavy.
0: No, I don't think, I don't think it's heavy at all. I think it's super light. I like it. It definitely has a little bit of an aftertaste to me, but it it doesn't bother me. Um, hey guys, (laughs) (laughs) this is a bruise on film. Bruise on film. Uh, you know who we are. We're here and we've
1: sorry i'm a little loopy guys i like did not have a lot of sleep last night and i'm just like also
0: guys this is our 89th episode
1: no i thought this was the 90th
0: this is the 89th okay what if why did you think it was 90
1: i don't know i just thought it was 90s but i guess i wrote 87 on the last one and nines and sevens look the same to me
0: right because 88 is we was the one that came out Two weeks ago, which was The Aviator, by the time yeah. you we, you hear this one. Yeah. And then this one would be 89.
1: Wow. So, Can you believe? Almost 100.
0: Almost 100. And also, it works out perfectly because 90 then starts the next theme, which is great.
1: And that was intentional.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> so intentional. Harley big-brained that math, uh-huh. And was like, beep boop boop boop, beep Got
1: My brain it. said, we must do it this way now in order... <laughs> To start a new um, theme on 90, episode 90. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't believe it. It Like, 89 episodes It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it feels like we've been doing it for a long time, but it also doesn't. And it also is, like, so weird just because, like, realistically, when we're thinking about it, like, I am, a, we are, we said this over and over again, but we're like three, almost three years into two years, or is it? It would be three years in October.
0: Wait, no, 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 no. Talking I'm about...
1: talking about to the pandemic. Oh. So two years? We're, we're
0: on season three, they keep saying.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, okay, that's what I said, yes, yeah. yes. Um And... Yeah, I, our junior year of the pandemic. That's basically what I was saying before. Um, but so it's crazy that that's what it is now. And we've like changed so much. And like, I think our lives both have changed so much. Like, yeah. I am completely not doing anything the same that I was doing. No,
0: but also I'm going to say like, thank God, because we, we talk about all the time, like the fact that like, we used to come home, right? And like, meet in the studio, aka my bedroom, Like, after a full days of work, after I would commute, like, basically two hours home, and then you would be, like, coming home from, like, work and then teaching a spin class and coming straight to my house to eat three tortilla chips chips and a cheese stick. (laughs) Yep. Like, and, like, that's how we would record the pod. And we would do that every week.
1: Every week, yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, that's insane. I also don't know, like, I say this all the time. I look back and I'm, and again, also, I think it's, like, I am aging, but I also think, like I probably could have kept up the, the lifestyle I was doing. I was working full time, teaching like seven classes a week. I was teaching before I was teaching after I was teaching on the weekends. I was then working out myself. We were doing the podcast. I was like doing other stuff like as well, like being very socially active. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, I, Personally, I st- I always had this feeling of like, I'm tired no matter what. And right. I still feel that now. So I don't know. But there's still things like I used to wake up and teach at a 545 class. yeah, And I can barely wake up to go to like a 630 or a 7am class that I'm not even teaching. I don't have to worry about it. I literally just have to show up. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just crazy. Also, it's like I think getting older, you- your body, I think my body can't do what it used to do. It no, can't.
0: God, no, absolutely not. It can't. Um, also, I don't think I love this new Skype layout because I don't know what it, I think you're on a PC, right? Yes. So I think, so yours is a gorgeous, like, like you're like, it looks like a TV screen. Like it's a, it's a slim box, like, like widescreen. You know what I mean? Like it has the black bars on the top and bottom.
1: Oh no. Mine is both of us the same.
0: Okay. Mine mine is, I am full head. Like, oh, I'm full head too. And it's like Wizard of Oz style. Like when he projects the giant head onto the thing and is like like the facade of the wizard and that's yeah like okay what my i head think is. mine
1: is less like mine is less head mine is like very nicely like both of our shoulders no uh yours is just your head mine
0: is like i mean like you see my shoulders but my head is ginormous and i like one, I can't stop looking at it because it's like so, like, distracting. It might be how you're
1: sitting, too, because I'm now moving slightly closer, but no, this is me sitting, like, at my desk. Still, and I'm yours has away.
0: black bars on the top and bottom, and my side is literally just my head.
1: Okay, well, Skype, I don't know what's going on here.
0: But, like, but... I can't work like this. <laughs> so I've covered up my side of the screen so that I don't have to stare at my large lurch the entire time. Um. Okay. Uh, we are done with about Hollywood theme after this week. Are you happy? How do you feel? Let's let's take the temperature of uh your feelings on this.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I would honestly say that it ended strong. Like the two <laughs> final movies that we did, um, I preferred more than the first two movies that we watched. Right. Um. And I think that the movie that we're doing this week, which is Singing in the Rain. Um, was, like, the best movie to end with. Um, I thought it was probably the most Hollywood, like, about, like, literally about Hollywood and, like, history, even though it's not, we don't know how actually true it is. Yeah. But it's it has of... to be based off some sort of, yeah. at least, at least, not, I'm not saying the storyline at all. I'm saying, like, silent pictures going to, um, like, talkies. Yeah. Uh, um, so like that was very interesting and then just like that behind and I, you know i love the dancing yeah. i love the, the singing i'm like yeah i loved it
0: um could we ever watch a silent film for the podcast
1: i absolutely i we've talked about this i absolutely could not like i you would have to literally like t- i would have to be like it, like not be able to move like you would have to tie me down to be able to like sit there and watch a silent film
0: right um, but what about, can could we, could we do, like, an, an international film that's, like, all subtitles? Subtitles, no. <laughs> uh, see, we're, like, really, we're just nixing a big chunk of movies.
1: Um, I could potentially do subtitles, but I also, like, can't really read, so that's like, probably even worse. Like, I'm not gonna be able to read as fast as the things on the screen, I don't think.
0: It doesn't go as fast as you'd think. I don't, I don't think it does, anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, this movie's kind of poking fun, and it's kind of, like, a little bit of a satire of... Like the transition from silent film into talkies, um, something that I find super fascinating. And again, old Hollywood, love old Hollywood, um, especially with, like when it's depicted in movies. Um, Do we say what we're doing? We're doing singing in the rain. Um, yeah, I did. I said it. Okay, from 1952, um, a goddamn joy of a movie. Like I was just yeah. like smiling and honestly laughing like a lot throughout this movie. We'll get in- we'll get into it, but like Lena Lamont, God what a fucking queen like i truly like was obsessed with her and everything that she did and then i googled jean oh my god what is her actual name hold on i have it i googled jean hagan who plays okay. lena lamont to hear what her voice actually sounded like and and she sounds honestly kind of similar to, like the same type of octave as like your voice
1: Oh really? Oh yeah. my god!
0: Yeah, like very like like normal, but like a little bit like raspier, deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I was like, okay, like a test even more. Love that for her. She'd go off Gene Hagen. Am I right?
1: Um, yeah. Honestly, love that surprise to do that while wow. an ing- incredible acting on her part. <laughs> yeah, we'll get more into it though. Yes, yeah, so we'll get more into as it. We, we, um, we go
0: on any pop culture stuff. I I have stuff we can talk about. Um, yeah
1: i don't really have anything um new pressing at the moment guys we are recording this early just fyi in case anything crazy happens and you're like guys why are you not mentioning this incredibly crazy thing that happened yeah so, why,
0: why are you not covering the breaking news like you normally yeah do?
1: yeah so so um as of right now no nothing really kylie had her baby i i didn't know she was pregnant until yesterday wow Wow, wow, wow. I Don't care. <laughs> I I mean like I, I g- respect anyone who does and I really was I remember when she was pregnant 4 years ago. Right. And literally it was a, this it was a time. secret. Yes. Yes, but this was a secret kind of too, right? For yeah, a while. Yeah, but this one was
0: I feel like a little bit more out there.
1: Yeah, and also it was like Well, how old was she when she had the first baby? Like 20?
0: Yeah, she was young. Super young. Yeah,
1: so I feel like that people like weren't expecting that. Right. Um but now she already has a baby and like is older, not much. Like I mean, she's still when, young.
0: Remember on the show or whatever, The Life of Kylie show or whatever the fuck that was that like spawned that that TikTok viral moment where she like walked into Stormy's room and was like, "Rise and shine." Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that was a good time. I miss that. Was that was good. Um, that... I
1: never watched the show, but I. Do appreciate that moment. Like, yeah. I appreciate that moment. That's not, God, that's not, that's not
0: that. Not, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about the moment. Like, that moment is great to me and has, like, always stood out to me as, like, an iconic moment. Um, so, do you want to talk about the Oscars?
1: Yeah. I mean, I saw some things happening. People were like, thank God that Lady Gaga wasn't nominated. I, here's the thing I really
0: thought that it was a shoo in. Like, you I, did? I, yeah, I just assumed that because she's been on every single list. She's been nominated for like almost every other single award that I was kind of shocked that she wasn't here. And like, honestly, shout out to her. She's been doing the rounds. She's been doing the interviews. She's been coming up with crazy cuckoo stories. And I was like, can we just give her the nomination? We don't have to give her the win. But just...
1: I think the person who did her makeup on the, on it is nominated though.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I was honestly, I was, I was a little surprised. Really, I, I really was. I really thought that that she was gonna. Is
1: House of Gucci itself nominated for anything?
0: I think like one thing, like maybe production, okay. like production design. So, like the House of Gucci discourse to me is like you either really love it or you like are where I am, where I'm like it's not what I wanted. Um, I've been on record... this is not what I
1: want. <laughs> right?
0: No, literally. <laughs> this is not what I planned. Um. And I just think, but, but the only, the thing that I've been most consistent on when talking about House of Gucci is that I thought Lady Gaga was the only person in the movie that understood the assignment, which was why I thought she was like a shoe in for the nomination. Um, I did, I did tweet out this morning and I said Lady Gaga getting drunk off the prop wine in order to cope with this snub. (laughs) And I thought that was, I was pretty proud of myself for that. Um, But yeah, okay, we can talk. We'll go through. Um, if you haven't listened to the bonus episode that came out today, listen to the bonus episode, scurry on over to wherever you listen and listen to me. It's literally 15 minutes of me just talking to myself, but...
1: Um, I did, see, I think, I think I know the women who are all nominated. I saw, like, a slide of that, but that's it.
0: next to, not... So, by the time this comes out, I will have released my top 10 movies of 2020. yeah. One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I thought it was a good year for movies. I'm going to say these and you probably have not seen a majority of them, but the fun thing is that if you want to see them, they're pretty much all available to see like right now, like somewhere. On Uh, streaming? Yeah. Or on my (laughs) voodoo.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, I mean, actress Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which was a movie that came out last summer. Is that on Hulu? Um, I think it is, but it's also on my Voodoo.
1: Okay. I um, think it's on Hulu, because I think that was something when I opened up Hulu that, that was... Because now they're, like, promoting all of the... Oh, no, it's on HBO Max. I was on HBO Max, and I saw it there. Okay. Spencer is
0: on Hulu now.
1: Yes, I saw that.
0: Um, one of my favorite movies of the year, truly. I love Spencer. Could not talk about Spencer enough. Um, I really want you to watch Spencer just to, like... I want to hear, like, your thoughts about it. Um... But Eyes of Tammy Faye, Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, which I just recently watched this past weekend. That's a Netflix movie. Is Uh, it good? Yeah, it was good. It was um, super interesting. It's a movie about uh, like parenthood and more like specifically like motherhood and like about kind of um, she's kind of like I don't want to say like selfish mother. But she's like, it's it's about like kind of the sides of motherhood that like no one really talks about, like about how like your kids take everything from you. And like you don't you you don't really get to be your own person anymore when you have yeah. kids. And it's like, it's kind of like,
1: that's why I famously say I'm honestly at this at any point when I'm like saying this and and still this point in my life, I am way too selfish to children.
0: And it's it's like, really it's really like like saying the quiet part out loud. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a line in the movie where she's, where she's, like, my, like, because it's, it's, it's a movie about motherhood, and then more specific than that, it's mothers and daughters, and there's, like, a part in it where she, like, says something on lines of, like, her daughter is so cruel and so vicious to her, and all she does is take everything that I ever want to give for myself, and, like, so then she's, like, feels like she's, like, left with nothing, and I don't know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's an interesting way to tell, like, a parenthood movie, um... And it's also, like, kind of low-key, like, a psychological thriller, which is interesting. And they shot it in Greece, so it's obviously, like, beautiful to look at. Um, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. I haven't seen that yet, because you can't see it anywhere. Um, Nicole in and Being the Ricardos, where she plays Lucy. Yeah. I thought it was good. People don't like this movie, which I'm, like, surprised about, because I honestly thought it was, like, fine-slash-good. And then Kristen Stewart and Spencer, which everyone knows that I love Spencer. Um, Who do you
1: think... Or you're going to, is going to win.
0: So here's like, the thing is that, like, the, like, best picture, best director, like, those ones most, like, historically are a little bit more up in the air. And those, I feel like, are more isolated. Like, those I can pinpoint more. These acting, honestly, are, like, truly all over the place. Like, there's, yeah. like, crazy things that are happening. Like, a lot for, like, being the Ricardos, which I never saw coming. Um, if I was to pick right now, maybe Olivia Coleman. Just because I feel like people are, like, on Olivia Coleman High and they see her name and they, like, check it and they're like, yeah, sure. Um, Or Nicole Kidman, honestly, because, I don't know. So, Kristen, so every year I, like, am mad when Academy voters do their, like, secret ballot and they, like, release it or whatever, like, for, like, variety. And they're always like, I don't know, I didn't watch that. So I just, like, ticked off Nicole Kidman. And, like, you would be surprised, like, how many Academy members, like, do not watch these movies and I'm like, bruh, like I am going yeah. out of, I'm spending my own money to watch these movies. Like, and like previously before the pandy, like when, when they were easier, like to see in a movie theater, I would go like one, two, three times a week to like yeah. see movies that I, that like, I heard were interesting. I heard were good. Like, like I heard were in like the talks and like. Academy members like you're getting links. Like you could just like So sit.
1: for before to be an academy member, how do you become?
0: You have to be invited in. So like anytime you are nominated, if you're nominated, you're automatically put in. Okay. Um and then it's usually just like I I think that like there's a board and then the board votes on new members to add. Gotcha. Um but it's it's also broken down so like actors are not voting on actors and- no, actors are not voting on, like, directing. They're not voting oh, on, on sound. Okay. They're not voting on special effects. Like, they're only voting on acting. And then the Collective Academy all comes together to vote on Best Picture. So they're only vote- okay. voting in, like, their specific things.
1: Um, oh, I didn't know that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Like
0: that. Um, but, so, today, Kirsten Dunst, first-time nominee, can you believe that? Wow. Um, and she, like, did an interview... And they, like, asked her, and they're like, oh, like, which one, which Oscar movie, like, do you still have to watch? And she was like, none of them. I've seen them all because I'm voting in the Academy Awards. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, burn it down, Kirsten Dunst. Like, drag these oldies who don't know how to figure out a fucking link to click and watch a movie. Like...
1: I'm sure there are even people who aren't even old, who just are just like, I don't want to take the time... To yeah. Do it. So like to But to, you could not
0: vote, right? Yeah, you could just not vote.
1: Yeah.
0: But like so like back when Little Women like 2019, if you want to travel back there for a second, like all of the secret like ballot things when they were coming out, every single person was like, "Well, I didn't watch Little Women because like why do I need to rewatch that? Like I've already seen a version of that." And I was yeah. like Hello. I was like, "One fucking at your job." And I was like, two, it's also a brilliant Greta Gerwig movie. Like, what are you talking about?
1: And it's also, if you're going based on act acting, directing, anything, it's completely different. Like...
0: Yeah. So that's, but that's always been one of my biggest, like, rant things every award season is like, again, like, I am taking the time out of my schedule, out of my, where I'm not even paid to do this. And and I But they're ha- not
1: paid. Like the actors aren't paid, are
0: they? I think it's more of like a volunteer, right? Well no, but like it's also like a pre- prestigious thing to be like voting in the Academy Awards. Yeah. So like yeah. take it fucking seriously. Like I take it seriously, I'm not even voting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I know that's like my own, like what, what are they what do they say on on Sikh culture? They're like, oh, my disease is that I take the Academy Awards too yeah. seriously. Yeah. Like that is actually like like what it is. But I don't know. It annoys me. It drives me crazy because it's like, I don't know. These people aren't taking the time, and I'm taking the time to like watch these movies and like have an opinion on things. But anyway. Um Best Actor, I think it's gonna be Will Smith for King Richard. I just think that okay. I think that they're gonna give it to him. Um Supporting Actress, I feel like it's gonna be Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. She played Anita.
1: Okay. I heard like Good things about her,
0: yeah. She's great. I mean, honestly, the new West Side story is really great. It really is really good.
1: Did it get nominated for anything but her
0: best picture and directing for Steven okay. Spielberg? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can tell you the best pictures, uh, Belfast, which I also just watched this last weekend. It was, uh, it was good. Wasn't like I think I think it was hyped up too much for me, um, but it was still good. I still like had a, um, an emotional reaction to it. It's about, um, this, like, tumultual time in Ireland where the Catholics are, ver- like, Catholics versus the Protestants. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a riot that happens on this one street and they, like, build a barricade. Um, and so it's, just, like, this family and, like, they're trying to decide if they leave Belfast, if they don't leave Belfast. And, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like, being marketed as, like, an uplifting, heartwarming movie, which, like, it is... But it's also, like, very sad because it's also about, like, change told from, like, the perspective of, is Isn't like,
1: that, like—isn't that that the bat like not the battle, but isn't that the conflict that's, like, with the IRA and stuff? Like, uh, the Irish, I don't, whatever?
0: I don't think so. I don't think that they said IRA in, in, on there. Oh.
1: But I think that—because, I don't know, they talk about that on Sons of Anarchy or something like that, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, and then you have CODA, which stands for Child of Deaf Adult. Which is on Apple TV. It's really good. I recommend it. It's very much um, you know exactly the beats that's gonna hit um, you. I don't know. For me, I was like, "You're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me. You're not gonna make me cry." And then the last fifteen minutes of the movie, I was sobbing because it was Child
1: just, of Death, like deaf, like
0: like like hearing. De- okay,
1: I thought you said Death first, and I, I was know. like, "That doesn't make any sense to me." But now, okay, yes. But yes. the
0: whole movie, most of the whole most of the movie is all signed. Um, and then, um, all the characters that are deaf, that are, that are deaf in the movie are played by deaf actors. Oh, that's cool. So, the one guy was nominated Troy Custer. Um, it was his first, like, nomination. Um, a movie you've seen, Don't Look Up, nominated for Best Picture.
1: Best Picture for that?
0: Yeah, that's what I said. I don't like that movie.
1: Um, I thought it was fine, but I thought it was, like, a, like, a stupid, Move like a stupid funny movie.
0: See, I didn't even think it was funny.
1: I thought parts were funny, like the, the, I don't know, the Ariana Grande of it all. And like, there's parts that were funny.
0: Yeah. Stop looking up. (laughs) Uh, it didn't work for me. I don't, I don't love that movie. Um, Drive My Car, which is a Japanese movie, three and a half hours. And I believe that it has something to do with, um, Oh my god, I can't think of what the guy's name is. It's, like, a, a play. Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, it's, like, something strange, and it, like, just... Um, doing a production of... Oh my god. It's, like, something strange, and it just, like, took off, like, kind of on film Twitter, like, recently. Uncle Vanya. So it's doing a production of that, which is, like, a drama play um Uh and like i said it took off like on film twitter and like everyone was like it's this year's parasite but then i was also seeing people being like it's not this year's parasite like people are just like overhyping it because like it looks cool and it's like kind of interesting i haven't seen it yet because i can't i can't get my hands on it yeah um also like three hours i don't know
1: three and a half hours you said yeah that's insane
0: um i'll see it eventually so
1: many things you could do so (laughs) many things in three and a half hours
0: uh, and then you got Dune, which I really liked. Dune, big fan, yeah. of, big fan of Dune. Um, another one that I feel like came out. It came out in October, and it just like kind of no one really talks about it anymore. Um, King Richard.
1: Well, isn't that the that's the the tennis one, right?
0: Yep. Uh, Licorice Pizza, which is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I really loved Licorice Pizza. Thought it was great uh nightmare alley which i didn't know that we were doing this like i didn't know that nightmare alley which was a guillermo del toro movie starring bradley cooper like came out at christmas and then like went away um because like nobody went and saw it really and and now we're here and now it's nominated nominated for best picture and i'm like okay it's on hulu i guess i'll watch it um and then the power is that like
1: a thriller yeah,
0: that movie is also two and a half hours. Um, yes. So just so you know, going into it, but it's supposed to be yeah, like I'm re- not
1: gonna watch that. It's supposed to be yeah, like anything really- that says sounds scary. Anyway, I'm not gonna watch that.
0: I don't know if it's like truly scary, but it's definitely. I think it has to do with carnies. So very Real Housewives of Dallas, if you will. Um, and, uh, not on my, not on my radar. <laughs> okay, uh, The Power of the Dog, which I think is gonna win Best Picture. I love Power of the Dog. I'm perfectly happy with Power of the Dog. It's on Netflix. It's Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: I feel like I've heard of that. You probably have I heard don't... me talk about it. Maybe, but what is it about actually? Um. So it's
0: about a mother and son who move with Jesse Plemons and his brother. With so, I'm trying not to spoil things. So, a mother and son move to a ranch that Benedict Cumberbatch and his brother, Jesse Plemons, run and things happen on the ranch. Okay. And it takes it's supposed to be Wyoming, but they shot it in New Zealand and it is so beautiful. Like, so beautiful.
1: Um. And, like, what time? Is it supposed to be modern times?
0: No, I think it's the 40s. 40, gotcha. Like 30, okay. 30s or 40s. Um, and then West Side Story is the last one. So, I, I would go Full Power of the Dog. I think it's, I think that that's the one that they, that, that is probably gonna get it. Um, also, I really recommend it. Like, if you haven't seen it, like, it's just, it's really good. And there's a great, like, like, it actually, it's not... It's on Netflix, you said? It's on Netflix, and it keeps your interest, like, because you're trying to figure out, like, what is happening. You know what I mean? Um... And all these characters are doing, like, semi-strange things, and you're not really sure why they're doing them. Kirsten Dunst is great. Jesse Plemons is great. Cody Smith-McPhee, who plays her son, is, like, really good. He was nominated. So it's just, I don't know, really good movie. And I'm, like, gonna be perfectly happy when Power of the Dog wins Best Picture, you know? Like, I'm not gonna be mad. I had to
1: look up who Jesse Plemons was.
0: Uh, You always do this.
1: I don't like, I know I he's know. the guy from the game show, or the game, game what night, is it? Game Night. Game night,
0: yeah. Yeah, someone took a picture of of him holding of him holding that dog in game night, and said, "Is this the power of the dog?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny.
0: Um, but Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons are a real life couple.
1: Okay, I was gonna ask that because all the photos of them, I'm like, there's no way they took this many photos just because of this movie. Yeah,
0: and this is both their first Oscar nominations. Oh, that's awesome. So Kirsten Dunst this morning, while she was doing that that Variety article, said that that she um was crying when she found out that she was nominated and she was calling her mom and then midway through the conversation she found out that jesse was nominated but jesse was away because he's shooting a a martin scorsese movie um and that she like was hysterically crying and like her kids were like what happened oh my god (laughs) and she was like nothing like like happened but like we're both nominated and she was like it's like a fairy tale dream like come true to like be able to ex- like share this, this first time experience, like with someone that you love so much. And I was like, this is beautiful. Oh
1: yeah, that is beautiful.
0: Um, just yeah. in time for Valentine's day. Just in time for Valentine's <laughs> Except day. Except for
1: when this epi- episode comes out, it'll be,
0: it'll be, have more, come it'll and be gone. way past. I'll be in Florida when this episode comes out.
1: Um,
0: Ugh. so yeah, I mean, that's the Oscars. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I also just love award shows. So,
1: and they're doing a host this year. Oh, who is it? We don't know yet. Um. Also, what isn't the Oscars like in April? When is it? It's in March. March
0: what?
1: Twenty seventh. Okay, so almost April.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not quite, but almost. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else. There's really nothing else really going yeah. on. Yeah.
1: We like... could get right into the beer, the movie. Yeah, let's do it. End this month with a bang. Okay. Off. So team you know that we are doing singing in the rain as our final movie and to pair with this we are drinking baby kittens it is a as i said earlier hazy new england style ipa and it is from the brewery fat orange cat and that is in connecticut um. So the reason that I picked this one, the can is really cute. um, And that caught my eye. But then I was like, it's raining cats and dogs, baby. So there we go. Tie it into the movie. And
0: did the rain have milk in it?
1: I want to know. I think it did. I think that's like why I famously asked that because, because I knew it.
0: Because kittens and cats love milk.
1: Yeah, they drop famously on TV, but I feel like I've never seen a cat actually drink milk before. Yeah, I don't
0: think that that's true. I I could fact check with Maddie, but I don't believe that that he gives Grimes milk.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, just a little bit about the beer. Um, it's pale yellow with a fluffy head. Um, a small nip of bitterness on the front. Um, that mellows out a playful melody of. Um, passion fruit citrus and peaches it has a full mouthfeel yet it's gentle enough on the palate that you'll want to snuggle all evening on the couch with it
0: (laughs) yeah i agree i really like this
1: i like it too it's 6.5 percent, which you know in my opinion is um a beautiful percentage um so as i said like when i was explaining the beer the brewery is called fat orange cat and it's actually named after um they called him the head brewer but it's like literally the people who own the brewery and brews cat and it's like this big fat like calico is that calico i think so those kind of cats um
0: i know should we we watch cats Uh... (laughs) you famously love the musical cats
1: i do love the music because it's a lot of dancing it doesn't make any sense but it's like so much dancing um so this is also brewed a part of like the it's called the 12 percent um, beer projects. And I think it's just that what, from my understanding, is just like a project that has a whole bunch of like small like it helps distribution of smaller breweries. I don't know if it's just in Connecticut or in the um, like northeast or something like that um but they also have one a beer for christmas called like tiny little elves or something and it's or like baby elves and it's like litter the can looks very similar to the can I love um that. but all the all the cats have little um little christmas hats on which is very cute
0: that's cool I so love i that. do
1: have some reviews for us today
0: great um side note did you try the blueberry cheesecake
1: i haven't no
0: the, the one I gave you yesterday I thought sounded interesting. I went because I wanted a different Bradley beer one that they just released, but then they only had that one, and I was like, okay, I'll get that one, too.
1: Oh, okay. um Yeah, the one that you gave me yesterday sounds good. Yeah. It's like cinnamon something? Yeah. Did you try it yet or no? No, I didn't try it yet. Okay. All right. So um let's get into some of these reviews. So we're looking at reviews from Beer Advocate. We're back to Beer Advocate. We haven't been there in a while. Yeah. Um. Again, sometimes these can get really technical, long. Um, this is also the ones where you can um, rate them anything. 4.25. No, I always say that. 4.25, 4.44, 4. 2, 2, 2, whatever. Whatever you want, 1 to 5, any decimal point number. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. This person drank it in New Jersey, um, and they drank it in November of 2020. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, Poor hazy yellow with a with a thick white head. Not much aroma here, but there is a mild hoppy. Mild hoppy, I don't know, smell or taste. Um flavor is oh the smell is hoppy. Okay. Flavor is more hoppy than the aroma, but malt sweetness is right up there. Not very bitter. Um feel is good um is good, very soft. Overall, it's a nice for a six point five IPA.
0: Yeah, I agree. It is very nice for uh how high those numbers are i don't think it smells hoppy um
1: i don't think it smells hoppy at all
0: yeah Uh, i mean it
1: smells it smells kind of like an ipa but it's not like in your face like i've smelled other beers where they're like in your face like yeah
0: and i and i think it goes down really really smooth um i'd say that's a 3.5 it's
1: a 4.12 wow okay hi um i told you some of these are very good um Okay, so this one's a little bit long. Um, This person drank it in Kentucky, and they drank it in December of 2020. Well, another cat is out of the bag. The brewers of Fat Orange Cat seek out a new set of hops for a tantalizing, fruit-filled taste and a snappy bitterness that brings both brightness and gusto to this New England-style IPA. Pouring a matte finish over a pastel yellow appearance um baby kitten um starts to reel off fruit aromatics of citrus tropical fruits and orchard fruits as soon as the froth is released from the beer's body generous sweetness layers on the tongue like pastry dough laced with honeysuckle shortcake and cereal but once the hops gain strength the middle in the middle of the palate is all about the hops. With a bold sense of mango, nectarine, tangerine, a bright citrus, and a tropical taste takes shape. Um, with hints of pineapple, white grapefruit, passion fruit, and papaya, all, every tropical fruit there ever was, the fruit <laughs> culmination is in full swing. Um, as the ale extends onto the late palate, so we went top or we went to the middle. We're at the late palate now. Um, the fruit um, turns to that of the rind and peels in a gentle bitterness of tea, pine, and fine botanical herb. Medium body, but is leaning on the fuller side, which I don't really agree. No. Um, this hazy IPA starts um, – plush with malt starches but finishes multi-dry with a mild gin-like spice and a medium-long aftertaste of geranium hemp and spruce i agree about the aftertaste i don't know what geranium tastes like i don't know
0: i'm gonna give that review a 10 out of 10 yeah Uh, i was like
1: right like are you a writer are you a writer
0: are you yeah are you a writer william shakespeare found dead um (laughs) but like also like kudos to you for reading all of that so beautifully and effortlessly
1: when the writing's good it just comes out you guys know i can't really read so when the writing's good i had a couple mix-ups in there it's also really small on my phone and my eyes hurt but um yeah also didn't know there was white grapefruit
0: yeah didn't know that there was white grapefruit i'm curious what's the cereal part i was so curious about what they were saying okay
1: so it says generous sweetness layers on the tongue like pastry dough laced with honeysuckle shortcake and cereal i don't think i don't don't agree either so i'm not even really getting some beers like do have like a honeysuckle kind of taste like a floral does not and i'm not even getting that here no that's just
0: and also that's just like now upon a reread (laughs) This is just a word salad sometimes I feel.
1: I I mean I think it is a word salad. It's, it's beautiful it's, but it's a word salad. It's like Mad Libs.
0: Um but I like I love that review. Um I think that's a 4.3. Um
1: it's a 4.24 so very close. Wow. Um also this man's um name on Beer Advocate just to shout him out is like wow. Beer Architect like Beer Architect. So gorgeous. um shout out to them. Shout out to you um okay let's do one more okay so this person drank it in june of 2020 um and they drank it in colorado Mm -hmm. we're kind of all over the map today i love to see that um poured into a treehouse they drank it out of a 16 ounce can just saying that's where the beer came from um poured into a treehouse glass a pretty so i think treehouse is just like treehouse brewery i guess they wanted to they have a, I don't know if they have a special glass. Maybe they do. Um, oh, you would love glass. a special glass. I do. You know I love a glass. Yeah. Um, every glass is a free glass unless otherwise noted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, don't, uh, I don't know if that's
0: actually actually true, but uh, it is to you. That's
1: my motto. Yeah. That's what I'm putting on my tombstone. And then when I, when I die, um, you can put all my glasses around... My, don't bring flowers. Just every time you come, put up one of my glasses that I stole. Right.
0: Okay. So it's wait. So it's gonna say that motto, and then underneath, will it say the Mayo thing from Pat Regan?
1: What is the Mayo thing again? Uh,
0: I I want to. Me as a thirty year old gay man says, "Let Mayo shine" or something like that.
1: Um. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I'm gonna take that off. I I agree with that as a statement, but i don't know if i need that on my um actual tombstone
0: okay Um, okay anyway so
1: okay poured into a treehouse glass um a pretty nice color um pretty nice cloudy yellow color um i found i found
0: the actual quote
1: okay 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 we partly interrupted this for
0: mayo content (laughs) sorry um um i'm not afraid to let mayo shine
1: Okay, I mean I do agree with that statement. Right. I then, want that like on a shirt.
0: Yeah, so I have. this is the whole conversation. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Okay. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. from Tuesday, March sixteenth. <laughs> what
1: uh, uh, what year? Twenty
0: twenty
1: one. Wow, I don't remember. Um
0: eight fifty seven AM. Uh wow, but should I buy you a sign saying I'm not afraid to let Mayo shine, Pat Regan? And then you said honestly, yes, I just listened to that part. Bah ha ha ha. And then you said, as a gay man in his mid thirties, I'm not afraid to let Mayo shine. And I said I was howling. Also description says they talk about rewatching girls and like oh and like, okay, you did it first to be honest. <laughs> and then I said, I'll get you a sign, but I request a sign saying flower is that sneaky little girl.
1: <laughs> so Okay, I do remember this happening now. Yeah. Um Famously, Mike always reminding me of what has happened to me in my life and conversations I've had and things I've done. Yeah,
0: to the funny quotes that you say.
1: Um. Okay. So again, so it is a pretty nice cloudy yellow color. Pretty nice carbonation. This person loves the word pretty. Um. With a pretty nice, actually pretty nice. They love pretty nice. Pretty with pretty nice. With a pretty girls. nice, thick slash creamy one finger, pl- one finger plus, what? um, white head. Um, which leaves some pretty nice...
0: Oh, my God.
1: Uh, um, sticky lacing.
0: Sweetie needs a sin, uh, thesaurus. A
1: thesaurus. Um, I am not getting so much lacing. I
0: got... I didn't get that much lacing. I also don't feel like it's that carbonated.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, where were we here? Um... <laughs> Pretty nice sticky lacing behind. Um, the nose is hoppy, malty, with a pretty nice. Citru- oh my god! Is this guy's name pretty nice? With a pretty nice citrus complex: orange, tangerines, pineapple, grapefruit, mango, and peaches. Um, nice little. So that a pretty nice, nice little diesel-like. <laughs> nice little diesel-like. That's what it says. Okay. Um, the taste is pretty nice.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> um, hoppy malty with a pretty nice citrus complex no again, this is a orange. joke
0: like like they're like they're trolling i think this, right?
1: is, I think this has to be okay, like, okay like they're trolling. um uh, okay so again this the, the, the it's basically saying that the taste is the same the same things nice little diesel like again medium body aba is hidden very nicely i agree yeah very nicely yeah um ABA is hitting very nicely with a, a nice little dry bitter finish. Overall, a pretty nice brew. Um, I can't. And then it says Addictive Milkshank Orange Julius. Milkshank. Nice to see it around. Okay. I don't know what Milkshank is. I know what an Orange Julius is. I don't think is. Orange
0: Julius either.
1: You don't think it tastes like an Orange Julius? No. I never had an Orange Julius. I just know what one is. It's like orange Gave and cream. It's, like, it's like or- orange and cream oh dairy queen started or dairy queen bought orange julius or something when i worked at dairy queen we served orange Julius's. So.
0: did you ever have to make one like, like, like yeah really people coming in ordering orange Julians, all ordering that like really
1: some people were yeah hmm. i don't know hmm. it was on we, we like put it on i meant the menu like halfway through me working there but i also worked there for like four years so yeah
0: well famously you're the dairy queen that's just what
1: it is. Okay, again. So out of five, what do you think this is? Uh, for I, this for this pretty, pretty nice. nice beer. Uh pretty nice. Uh
0: 4.3. 4.27. Wow. Yeah. Close. Close,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it for our I reviews. like this. Over, I like it a lot. Overall, on I thought you were gonna um, say
0: over to you as if you were like bad. Over,
1: and we're gonna take that over to you, Mike. Um, <laughs> I was no, like, overall what? overall on um, beer advocate it has an outstanding a 92 as its rating yeah but it i think it's so crazy that overall in beers overall which i mean there's a shit ton of beers but guess what number it is overall and then guess what number it is in ipas dash new england so not even just ipas like new england ipas guess I'm gonna, how what it i'm,
0: is I'm assuming it's gonna be high so i'll say overall it's maybe 50
1: Overall, no, I'm just saying, I just said how crazy that there is so many beers. So overall it is 5,010 oh, okay. and out of New England IPAs, what do you think is ranked? I, I,
0: I think I misunderstood the game. Like, like I misunderstood your excitement about it. And I was like, oh, it's going to yeah, be like, I just, cause, cause be like number one a 92
1: outstanding score. You would be like, okay, yeah. this is high. You're, like, this yeah. is like the low number. Yeah. you're You're top you, of the look. class. Yeah, but what do you think it is
0: for New England IPA?
1: For as an IPA, New New England, not even just an IPA, and New England IPA.
0: Fifteen hundred.
1: Yeah, twelve hundred six, like one thousand two hundred sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of beers out there, guys. A lot, a lot of, of beers, beers
0: out there. A lot of beers. A lot of beers. Um, I thought that we would be able to segue, um, because like me being like, oh, it's ranked fifty. I thought would transition over to us being able to talk about Singing in the Rain, which is ranked number um number 98 on IMDb's best movies of all time.
1: And it is has 100% on un- Rotten 100% Tomatoes.
0: 100% on Rotten Tomatoes took the words right out of my mouth. Um <laughs> in 1989, it was one of the 25 films selected by the US um library of congress for per for preservation in the national film registry for being culturally historically and aesthetic- and aesthetically significant it is included on the british film institute's 50 films to be seen by the age of 14 and it yeah. is i'm
1: surprised i haven't seen it earlier i knew about it i'd seen scenes i knew so many songs from it yeah
0: good morning good morning
1: but that was like they famously used that in commercials right Uh, when we were growing
0: up yeah they used it in coffee commercials
1: yeah um and then empire magazine ranked
0: it um in 2008 the eighth best film of all time and then in 2012 sight and sound magazine list of 50 greatest films of all time singing in the rain placed 20th um i
1: think those are fair
0: i think it's fair i really enjoy this movie
1: me too. I love this movie, I think. Yeah, I, think I, say I, I, I love agree. It. And
0: it's like, it, it is one of those movies that, like, I watch it now and I'm like, wow, well, I can't wait to show my kid this and, like, have them react to it.
1: Yeah, I was watching it and I was just like, and it's, like, interesting to watch it now when we're in 2021 and this was, like, made in the 50s and, like, just, like, so obviously there isn't like as many effects. There's not as much technology, like all this stuff and just watching the like sheer, basically craftsmanship of these people, like dancing and singing and even the acting and everything. And it's just like, makes you like really like appreciate it and like kind of be in awe. It's almost like when you go see, like it's obviously not exactly the same, but when you go see like a, a live show yeah. and, or like a, a Broadway, a play or like anything like that um. And you have that kind of feeling compared to, like, a feeling that I do when I watch, like, a movie that came out in 2020 or whenever. So. Right.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I texted you and I said they just don't make movies like this anymore and it makes me sad. Um. I think that La La Land, to, to bring it back to the beginning, was trying to do something like this. Um, yeah. But this is just so wholehearted and easy breezy and colorful and it's a lot of like just like the camera in one spot and like watching yes. people dance but yeah. like the dancing is so good that it looks like it's fake
1: oh my god the dancing is incredible and, also i did you mentioned the color so my co- question with the color yeah it's been recolored right
0: no i don't think so i think i really? think i think it was it definitely was in color when it came out and by the 50s we had color. no
1: no i know but like it's been like reek like
0: like, 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 like touched up.
1: Yeah. And like, cause like the saturation is cr- like, it looks don't... crazy. It looks good. Like I know that it, it was like,
0: it was re-released in 2002. I'm not sure if it was recolored. I would think maybe like some touch ups. Yeah. But, but I think that overall what you see is like what they were trying to do, which was the vibrant in your face yeah. colors, which yeah. is why I think that like a lot of people show their young kids this because it's easy to keep their attentions. A lot of singing, a lot of dancing, a lot of colors. Um, there's like a whole comedy routine about make them laugh, which I think is like one of the best numbers in the show, um, in the show, in the movie. Um, it's just like a really, it's just, and I just was like smiling the whole time. Like I was like, these people are so talented and you just really don't have like movie stars like this really like anymore. I agree. Like, like, like people are like, they're just not like triple threats. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Gene Kelly is honestly yeah. qu- honestly quadruple threat because he's so handsome too
1: he is such a hot man like <laughs> incredible I was like watching the movie and I was like he is so hot
0: <laughs> yeah um, but so let's go through and some- he
1: was like in his 40s when they filmed like late 30s 40 I honestly I think probably in his 40s because he was born in like I looked it up he was born in like 1912 or something yeah
0: um okay let me go through some stuff really quick uh so so critics consensus clever insightful and funny singing in the rain is a masterpiece of a classical hollywood musical
1: yes obviously
0: also is a brisk one hour 40 minutes
1: loved it yeah
0: um this is the oldest movie we have done for the podcast oh really yep 1952 okay Um, yeah that makes sense the only other one was two years later 1954 we did rear window
1: Gotcha. Yep. 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 Yep.
0: Um, which I think we both liked.
1: I liked her. Yeah, I liked her window. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Okay. So movie was released April tenth, nineteen fifty, 1952. It grossed uh one million dollars, so it wasn't like a big hit in today's money. It would be about ten million that it made. Okay. Um, but it it obviously, you know, became a thing that people loved and and whatnot. Okay. Some trivia. For the make him laugh number, Gene Kelly asked Donald O'Connor to revive a trick he had done as a young dancer, running up a wall and completing a somersault.
1: Insane. Insane.
0: He does it like four times. Yes. The number was so physically taxing that O'Connor, who smoked four packs of cigarettes a day at the time, ended up in a hospital bed for a week after its completion. He suffered from exhaustion and painful carpet burns. Unfortunately, an accident ruined all the initial footage. So, after a brief rest, O'Connor agreed to do the difficult number all over again.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yep. Yep. Um Okay. Did you know that Gene Kelly was horrible to Debbie Reynolds?
1: No, I didn't. Yeah. And that makes me sad.
0: Oh, I know. I'm sorry that I have to do this too. Debbie Reynolds, okay. Debbie Reynolds remarked many years later that making this movie and surviving childbirth were the two hardest things that she'd ever had to do. The <sighs> filming experience was particularly unpleasant due to the harsh treatment by perfectionist Gene Kelly. Decades la- later... Well, he
1: was the director, too, he, right?
0: And the choreographer. Yeah. Decades later, Kelly expressed remorse about his behavior. I wasn't nice to Debbie. It's a wonder she still speaks to me. Wow. Um, I don't think it was, like, mean... Like anything, like bad, like bad, bad. I think it was yeah. probably like he you're was probably
1: be- just really hard yes like very hard hard on probably yeah. probably
0: super blunt yeah um okay um so uh yeah and so it there's a there's a thing about it um that Debbie Reynolds would tell the story she was 19 years old. Um, when she she made the movie, um, and she actually had, uh, she, like, got so upset one time that she hid under a piano and was crying, and Fred Astaire found her in, like, the studio and had to, like, coax her out, because she wasn't a dancer. Debbie Reynolds was not a dancer.
1: Yeah, Um, but she did good. She she was,
0: she was a gymnast.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, so, like, Fred Astaire found her and, like, asked her what was wrong, and she, like, explained to him, and, um, Astaire ended up teaching her a little bit. Um and Esther assured her she wouldn't uh, um like look bad or like whatever. And and he said that's what it that's what it's like to learn to dance if you're not sweating you're not doing it right. Yeah. Um I love that. Gene Kelly had 103 fever the day that he shot the Singing in the Rain number. Oh my god. And thought that he was going to catch pneumonia with all the water pouring down on him.
1: Um, so then can I ask my question? You can. Um, so I texted Mike as I was watching this, cause I have some like inkling in my mind that some movie somewhere, but I don't know why, I, I mean, I, maybe it is this movie, but that they, you couldn't see the rain. So they made, they use milk.
0: It is false. Oh no. It is one of those things that has become true, oh. but is not actually true. And that the movie is actually just backlit, um, so that you could see the rain.
1: I will say what, like, we been watching it, I was like, that doesn't look like milk. No. So I was like, me, I was like, didn't really get like what it was, but I was just like, I know that this is a thing that people say. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see what else I got. Um, only 19 when cast to, to uh, to play in the film, Debbie Reynolds lived with her parents and commuted to the set. She had to wake up at 4 a.m. and ride three different buses to the studio. Sometimes to avoid the commute, she would just sleep on the set.
1: Oh my god, that's miserable.
0: Um, after they- Well, also
1: no wonder why she was in a- in a terrible mood. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> after they finished the good morning number, Debbie Reynolds had to be carried to her dressing room because she had burst some blood vessels in her feet. Despite her hard work, Gene Kelly ultimately decided to dub the sounder for feet.
1: Oh my god. Um-
0: Donald O'Connor, who plays Cosmo, and Debbie Reynolds admitted that they did not enjoy working with Gene Kelly since Kelly was verbally belittling and a tyrant. O'Connor said that for the first several weeks, he was terrified of making a mistake and being yelled at by Kelly. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's so interesting because you would never... I mean, that's just, like, props for good acting. You would never, ever, like, think that watching them film.
0: Yeah. Um, So, here's another one. The movie... um, Lena lament right um her voice is really squeaky and high so they decide to hire debbie reynolds character kathy to like dub her singing voice and dub her real voice but in the movie that's not debbie reynolds singing voice
1: really it's it's someone
0: else's singing voice really yeah
1: oh my god (laughs) that's so funny i had no idea yep
0: someone else's singing voice
1: so it's like someone else. She's someone else is dubbing her voice, and she's dubbing someone else's voice. Yeah. Wow, it's
0: Inception. <laughs> it is Inception. Um, the Broadway ballet sequence took a month to rehearse, two weeks to shoot, and cost six hundred thousand dollars, almost a fifth of the overall budget. And I say worth it.
1: Which one is the Broadway ballet? That's Hold on. the
0: one at the very end, like that. Oh, at the like, end, like, at like the like end like with all the lights. Twenty-minute, like, yes, like yes, just yes. straight-up dance number. Yes, and it's
1: like the woman
0: with the coin and. Yep. Um and then this movie was only nominated for two Oscars, um one of them was for Best Supporting Actress for Gene Hagan, who played Lena Lament.
1: Wow! And I said go off. Was Gene Kelly was Gene Kelly nominated for anything? No. Wow.
0: Just Lena which i think i think incredible costumes incredible the looks
1: were insane so
0: good i sent Harley a screenshot of just one of the looks and i said i i'm obsessed with this and she has on these crazy glasses
1: my whole thing is like like one people like i guess were the because it's it taking place in the 20s right yeah technically um
0: Yeah, 1927 to be exact, because that's when the cutover happened between talkies and silence. Just a little film history for you.
1: Yeah, I also really like, I mean, just talking about the outfits in general, I also like literally loved that one pointless. I mean, I I guess it was to just show like, I, I guess it was to show like the studio head liking um Kathy and choosing her yeah but when he was like talking about that one song with the blonde guy singing about beautiful girls yeah. who are smart and whatever and how like going through all the different outfits of what they were wearing and I also was like some of these look really sexy for 1920 yeah. that's always like the crazy thing is that like sometimes like you look back
0: on like old movies and you're like okay but this is like kind of sexy like the, like this the, is really like, sexy like, like yeah. revealing this of it and you're like i just don't i don't know you like you always think that they're like especially like, after watching the aviator when they like have to go to court basically about like showing boobs
1: boobs yeah and
0: like then you watch this and you're like i don't know they're like everyone's kind of dressed in skimpy Everyone... and skimpy like like yeah like, like showgirl type things um, um did you catch that zelda xander's very small part but the one that rats out that kathy is dubbing lena um, lena's voice at the end is rita morano oh no yeah Oh, I didn't notice that. And then it would be, I think, I think West Side Story is 56. So four years later, she'd be winning the Oscar for
1: wow. uh, playing the,
0: the first Anita in West Side Story.
1: Um, I also had something else to say, maybe about the clothes, but I don't remember now.
0: What were some of your favorite uh, numbers? Did you uh, love like Good Morning, the Broadway ballet, Singing in the Rain? like?
1: Um... Like, Singing in the Rain was fine. Like, it had to happen to happen. Um, I liked Good Morning a lot. Um, The last... Th- the Broadway ballet thing that you said, like, that was, like, the best... I mean, like, there's parts of it where I was like, this is, like, truly... Po- like, there's not really a point in this. I, thought you, were gonna, I have- thought
0: you were gonna say porn.
1: No, there's, like, was no point to have it. They were, like, theoretically doing this play, but they didn't have to put on that full number. Right. Um, But... I loved every second of it. I thought it was fun and like all this stuff and not to see all the dancing. I did like that. I told you I liked the number that was the um what's it called like the beautiful girls or whatever. Yeah. Um and then I mean I liked when um she first comes to the thi- the party and then is in the cake Yeah. and they're dancing and doing that. I just liked that whole scene. I thought it was fun and flirty Yeah. and I want to be a girl da- dancing in a cake. Yeah. Like <laughs>
0: I mean, I think you, I mean, if you really want to, I feel like you could. Uh,
1: I also feel like I was watching these women. One, this is what I had to say. It wasn't about clothes, but it was just about, like, appearance in general. It's, like, they like they look like they had no flaws. Like, yeah. none of these people have any flaws. And, like, again, we're talking no technology, nothing. Like, no editing other than, like, a light editing or, like, color editing. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible how great. Everybody looks. Yeah. Um, but then also I was like looking at the women and I was like, I feel like it was probably back in the day, like s- not easy, but it was like much easier to get like a job as like a folly girl or like, uh, like whatever, like, like just one of the girls who dance Yeah. then like n- how it is to get like, cause one, that's not really a th- like in the back in the day, even in the pitch, like we're talking about, I'm even talking about in the fifties getting, like into this movie, yeah. But like, of course, like in like earlier years, like those girls were just in it, and there was yeah. hundreds of them, like in just being background dancing, like whatever. Yeah. So I feel like it was much easier than like the movies that we do now, yeah. where it's like you, we don't. That's not a thing anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah. No one needs dancers basically.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Unle- yeah.
0: Unless you're going out to make a musical.
1: Yes. Um.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just I I actually do really love that that this movie it's a it's a fun like like musical romp but it also like is low-key about like about hollywood history and like about the transition from black and white silent movies to talkies and like the whole part where you're like where they're showing like lena trying to learn how to speak properly because of her accent and then like also like how they have to like move the microphone around like a million different times. Oh my times, god, yeah. Um which I thought was hysterical. And then like finally they put it in like her shoulder pad basically. And then the director of the studio comes in and is like, "Oh, this wire shouldn't be here. It's too dangerous." And, and then it. Yeah. Yanks it and, like flips her over. Um but even like when they're showing the preview of the talkie and like there's like a part in the in the preview in the film where like it skips and then it yes. like, goes yeah. and they're like, "Oh, it was it's a sound cut." And it's just like I don't know you, we, like, kind of take for granted, like, all the technology that we have today to like, yes. make yeah. these movies. And, like, yes, like, on set, like, they are recording it, like, separately. Like, they're using a boom mic and, like, all that stuff. But, like, back then when they're first learning how to do talkies, like, they're literally, like, it's so separate from, like, the action that they're filming on the screen is, like, so separate from the sound that they're getting. Yeah. And I just think that that is, like, so interesting. And also, like, trying to see actors transition over from silent era into talkies is something that's really fascinating
1: yeah and i also found it interesting like just looking at it at the fact and i know that this was like a big thing like i don't even know up until when probably like into like the 50s or 60s like where you were like assigned to like a studio or like whatever yeah. so it was like those two people or whoever these people were who were these big stars at the time Like, they were just, like, whatever next movie it was, they were going to be in it. It didn't didn't matter about what kind of character they were looking for or anything. It was, like, really, because they were either drawing the crowd and, like, all the stuff. And I just thought that that is, like, something that's that we don't, I mean, I look at it now, like, we, I feel like we go through, like, three to five-year periods where there's, like, an actress who is, like, the actress. And then we have the ones that, like, like talking about a Nicole Kidman, she's been around for whatever, but she had her years where she was like in the everything it, the yeah. it girl, yeah. Um, but she still is just like yeah has been has been around like there was has been no break yeah. Um, but like so we have that, but we don't have these like same two two actors in these movies no matter what the character is yeah. like blah blah blah. Yeah, well it's that, it's that contract
0: system that yeah. like is is super interesting, but also when you like peel back the layers of it was bad, was right? super detrimental to a lot of like golden age silver screen yes. like yeah. black and white stars because basically they would be kept on contract and they would they would get paid but they would just never work and then because they is not would...
1: this like this whole thing with um in the Joan Crawford yep. one yep. um yep. What, what is it mommy, mommy dearest? dearest yeah yep.
0: Um, and then eventually, like, they would, like, be called in, and they'd be like, well, your contract is not being renewed by MGM. And then they'd be like, you know, kind of shit out of luck, because by that point, they hadn't made a movie because they just weren't being used. And they couldn't go anywhere else because they were under contract to only make movies with MGM. Um, yeah. Which is wild and crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I mean, like, old Hollywood is so fascinating, and I don't know, I, I really just like this movie. Um, this movie also like brings me back to a time and place when I was like a kid there used to be this ride um in Disney World uh called the Great Movie Ride um and it was like you'd get into like a train type of thing and you would go through different scenes of movies
1: I think I've gone I've I've been I did that Probably. when I went there yeah
0: and they um they had like someone who like drove the train, you know what I mean? Yes, but yes, like, yes. But, yes. like, they, like, talked and they would interact with, like, the animatronics. And, then, yes, and yeah. then, and then like, they'd interact with other actors that were, like, throughout the thing. And I just remember always, like, going and they, they would have a singing in the rain, like, like, section where it was Gene Kelly, like, hanging from the light pole, like, singing, singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, it, like, watching this movie, like, just brings me back to, like, that moment. And, like, when I was a kid, aside from, like, wanting to work at Blockbuster... <laughs> uh, um i was like well i'm gonna be like i'm gonna work on the great movie ride like this ride was like made for me to like work on and now it's not there anymore they got rid of it and it's it's so sad and upsetting oh because i loved i loved the great movie ride it was it was it was a great... well
1: maybe they'll bring it back someday yeah nostalgia and, you work, and then you can work on it <laughs>
0: finally get my chance I'm like an 85 year old man
1: and then you can open a blockbuster in Orlando Florida
0: (laughs) great I'm just living all of my dreams um yeah I like this movie I I think it's fun I think it's great um like I said just smiled the whole time uh anything else
1: no um again I really liked it I said that it was my I think it's my favorite movie this month um it was interesting it was fun more than the aviator what
0: more than the aviator
1: yeah i mean i love the aviator but i like this was more easy breezy beautiful easy to watch there's
0: no planes Um, no planes in this movie
1: i know but there was a car
0: (laughs) There was some kind of transportation
1: and a trolley when he was jumping all over the trolley too i was like what is this movie gonna be
0: (laughs) yeah it's crazy um all right want to get to rankings yeah okay uh for this beer so i'm i'll refresh uh what we did um, so, uh, for our first movie, La La Land, we did, uh, Unicorn Girls Vanilla Milkshake. Then, for for Your Considerations, we did The Big Salad. Then, last week, or last time, we did Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and then we're doing Bad Kittens here. Um, uh, my highest was the Pale Ale,
1: the Sierra oh, Nevada.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this a four.
1: Okay, that is funny, because I was also going to give
0: this four. Oh, perfect. Right on sync. All right. And then let's review your scores, right? I'm assuming you want to know what you gave everything? Yeah. Okay. So La La Land, you gave a three. For your consideration, you gave a 3.3.
1: Okay.
0: And then Aviator, oh my god. (laughs) Aviator, you gave a four.
1: Um, okay, so I'm going to give this a 4.5.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's really good. I want to give it a 4.6. Do it.
1: It's your choice. Your body, your choice. I really loved it. I thought it was so good. Not quite gonna get there up to my a stars board.
0: No, but score. it's it's really high, though.
1: Yeah. It's I, a yeah.
0: 4.55. So definitely the highest of this month.
1: Of course. And then I think it's it's probably one of our highest ever, I think. Yeah,
0: let me. Take a look. 4.55. Let's see.
1: Well, I know that I'm pretty sure store stars born is either 4.8 or like 4.7 something for us.
0: Yeah, so uh first wives club and book smart both have averages of 4.5. So this beat both of those. Okay. Um
1: We did we wind up doing First Wives Club?
0: Yeah. For for Friendship Month. Female Friendship. Oh,
1: okay, 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 good.
0: Um and then, The Departed is four point six five. So we're saying okay. that this is only point ten away from The Departed.
1: Okay, I think that's fair. Different different movies, but fair.
0: Uh, Stars Born is four point eight. So it's it's definitely yeah. close, but <laughs> but not winning. It's almost time to rewatch. I mean, you should have rewatched it by now if you haven't. I mean,
1: maybe I'll rewatch it this week at some point. I
0: think you should. Get you in the mindset. Maybe I'll
1: download it and watch it on the plane.
0: There you go. There you go. That's the move, I think.
1: I think that's the move. Someone told me to watch Encanto on the plane. It's
0: really good. I love Encanto.
1: Okay. Maybe I'll watch that.
0: Um, It's an animated film.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm aware. Okay. I, I see wanna, all the things wanna, on I TikTok. I sure that you know. Of, of the people walking with their hands like this. We don't talk about Bruno. No,
0: no. No,
1: this one is like... um. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it now but it's been in my head all day cuz I <sighs> like it it's like it's on TikTok and it's like a TikTok trend that okay. people are doing whatever.
0: Um yeah, I mean I don't have anything else. Um we will be releasing a schedule for March and April. Reminder, we are doing musical music music uh, mus-
1: No, musical musician biopic. Correct.
0: <laughs> Correct. Um, I have them picked out already, so I will be sending them to Harley so she can make the schedule. Um, and then we'll be, wow, from, from Singing in the Rain onward to, to Musician Biopics.
1: I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good theme. I think so, too. Anything else? We're good to go? Send them out? I'm good. Send them out. All right, guys. Thank you for, um listening um hope you enjoyed our full month or not month our full theme of about hollywood um again please rate subscribe on spotify on apple music wherever you listen to the podcast share with your friends share with your family share with anyone who has ever drank a beer who has ever watched a movie i'm sure they'll find something that they enjoy um other than that until next theme next month cheers